Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting episode of... Wait a minute, I sound like a crazy man. Frank Rock is in the building. Do it again, do it again. <laughs> you, you was like, wreck him. You said wreck him. Okay. Quiet storm. Fucking Smokey Robinson. Wow. Let's get a take two on that. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Justin. <laughs> Decoding 40 is recording again on a Monday. Yeah, see? <laughs> They're recording again. You guys are the You guys, you guys are the D-O-P-S. That's hot. You're the bee's knees. <laughs> Let's go. This is another episode of Decoding 40. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. This is L.O., live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up, it's your boy Vin, a.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up, this is Hour, and I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. <laughs> uh, I just do heroin. That sounds gross. No, y'all just trying to play me out. Oh, George, I'm being a packer. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rook, a.k.a. Whoopi, and I'm here with my main man. This is L.O.Doc, a.k.a. This is 40. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Vin in the building, chilling. Hoping everybody's having a great day. I was till just now. What do you expect, man? You, I, I gotta be on every fucking week. I got, I don't have anything right now. That's kind of the point of the show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Are you prepared right. or not? No. <laughs> but it'll all come together. All right. This is our. <laughs> I know when it's coming when I'm listening to the playback and I'm still like, what is he doing? Oh, there it is. There it is. There's some listener who's like, wait for it. Wait for it. You know, this is the part I love, right? There's a guy on the show named Alaric, right? And he does this like creepy kind of like hello or whatever he says, but I love it. You know, I wait for it every time I listen to the show. There's a dude in England right now saying that shit. Creepy thing. Creepy stuff, man. It's good stuff. Oh, man. Crazy times we living in. We had an exciting episode last week. Um, but we didn't particularly get into anything that was going on. But it was nice. It was nice to have a break from from chaos. And we'll get into some topics. But what is going on with your lives, fellas? Who wants to start? I think I'm going to start today. All right. Mostly because I had the worst customer experience in a long, 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 long time. So I'm not going to say the name of the bank, but it's a very popular bank. It's a very well-known bank. And the beginning of the year, the pandemic was going crazy. A lot of stuff was going on. And I was just like, I don't know what's happening. I want to pay off my car. Trying to just like, let me get that out the way. So I went in the app, saw what they wanted to pay it off. 
sent them a check for the entire amount to pay off my car. It said, thank you for your payment, whatever. Maybe like a month later, I see that the account that I had paid off, and mind you, where I, where I live is not where I get my mail. So I'm like, okay, I got to go pick up my, but it's we're right now we're right smack in the middle of the quarantine at the time. So I can't go get my mail. And I still see that the account is still in the app because I have other accounts in there. So I, I forgot about it. Life, whatever, whatever. So a couple months later, I get this email or this letter saying your car account is in arrears. I'm like, what are you talking about? I just paid this off. So I called them up and they were like, well, apparently the amount that we had listed in the app was not the full amount due. And you still owe us $138.22 or some bullshit. And I said to them, I said, OK, first of all, anytime I was five seconds late with this car payment, you called me. You guys haven't called me. One. Two is I sent you thousands of dollars to pay it off. Why would I not pay this? I said, OK, listen, let me give you the $138 or whatever. And can I speak to someone because I don't want this to affect my credit. Now, I get this rep on the phone. Very, very clearly a gay dude. Don't care that he's gay. It's not the point. Just wanted to point it out. Just want to point it out. <laughs> Just want to make mention. I want to make mention to it because I think it's relevant to the story. Okay. And he goes, Is this a bear? Let me have your credit card. Yeah, that's what I think it was. I think he recognized my name and he was like, oh, this guy. I know oh, this guy. I know he's the bear. bear from San Francisco. And he's like, and he's like, so I'm I'm so I'm like, I'm like, listen, sir, it's like I paid this. Yeah, well, you should have paid it. Well, I just explained the situation. You know, I, I understand these these mishaps. You guys made a mistake. No problem. You know, can I speak to a supervisor? <sighs> they're not gonna do anything for you. And I don't even think Whoa. they're here. So I wouldn't even bother. They're like, he's now, a mind choker. you, mind you. I, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be okay, sensitive yeah. because I'm I like, know him. He's a choker. Yeah. Well, now that you've paid it off, this will take, a, you know, X amount of days. And once that's paid off, you'll get a letter and, you know, you'll just deal with it. Is, are you serious? Is, was he really saying shit like this? Yo, something to that effect. I understand you just doing your job and whatever. I was like, I really need to speak to someone who's above you. I am a bear. He puts me on hold. <laughs> but does it? Put the phone on mute. Yes. Mm. There we go. I've got this nigger on the line. He's really being an <laughs> asshole. And starts talking spicy about me. Wow. With the line open. Wow. He's like, yeah, I've got this guy on the phone, and I've told him what it is, but he doesn't seem to, un- to, to get it. And, I- and I'm like, so now, like, <laughs> I, went from like a, I went from like a four- so like now I'm at I'm at Leon now I'm at like Leon. Now. I'm at like <laughs> oh, okay. form the blazing sword. By the way, I also had like people around me, so I'm trying not to go full, full all the way in on them and curse them out, whatever, whatever. Well, you need to speak to this department, and they're at lunch. Whatever. So you need to call. You need to call back after two thirty your time, and maybe they'll do something for you. But I doubt it. Wow. Yo, you, you, you got to be kidding me, man. You guys send me a letter every 15 minutes to refinance a car. I have money in this account. I have this. I have that. I have the other. I don't appreciate this dialogue. And I didn't do anything to him. I didn't say anything crazy to him. I was really being very respectful. Because he was so, the guy from San Francisco. He remembered you. So wait. So Actually, wait. Can, I, can I interrupt you for one second? Sure, sure, sure. I just, earlier you said you were at Leon. You clearly are not 
at Leon. <laughs> in my head, in my head, in my head, I was oh, okay, at Leon. Okay, all right. In my head. All right. I just, I, I got it. Like literally, literally, me. while I'm talking, I don't no, want no, you no, disrespecting no, no. my no. level of anger. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but, but I do want. How many attorney know. generals did you call? <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. I do want you to know there was a little Leon on my shoulder who just, he just grew on my shoulder, and he looked at me, and he looked at his watch, and he looked at me, and he looked at his watch. He was like, "I'm waiting." Come on. <laughs> so anyway, you got to call back after two thirty your time because they're on lunch right now. And it was people around me, and I, I, was, I was about to curse him out, and I said, "Sir, okay." So after the call, I get off the phone. There's a survey from one to five. How would you rate this call? This is easy. One. Cool. So now I'm supposed to call these guys back and all that, whatever, whatever, whatever. So I go back to my life because, you know, life happens. There's a million things going on. So the next day I get a call back from the bank. Well, well this is a bank. This is a bank bank. Oh. I don't want to say I don't I, I don't want to throw them under the bus, but City they're bank? on TV every day. I, I feel like it starts with C. Does it? Citibank, Bank of America, Chase, whatever, whatever. Them, they're all fucking crooks. They're crooks. It, it starts I, with a C or I don't, a T. I don't want I don't want to fuck up somebody check somebody Cunt, check Cunt for that. But uh. is it so anyway, bank? douche. They call me yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> they lend no. money to Trump all the time. Douche bank. T, no, T no, it's not that. To douche. So to douche. So the, so I think it was either that day, a couple of hours. I think it was the next day. So the next day, I get a phone call. Uh, hello. Um, listen. Um, I understand you had an exchange with one of our reps yesterday, and and we were just calling to get some feedback. On that, I was in the middle of something. <clears throat> I put I put that shit all the way down. I pushed the, I pu- I pushed my laptop away. I, I pulled the phone close to me. Listen, I've been with your bank seven years. I just paid off my vehicle. I was just getting ready to finance a new one. That was the most disrespectful, absolutely repugnant phone call that I have had from any service rep probably in the last five years. That representative should not ever be talking to customers in any form, fashion. And as a person of color, I felt marginalized, disrespected, and violated. Black Lives Matter, sir. If Mm. you continue to employ personnel personnel like this, I don't think that you deserve my business. Mm, Power to the people. They don't deserve your business. Uh, Can you come in here for a minute? Can you come in here for a minute? What is it? You're fine. I really apologize to you. <laughs> if you want to escalate this, we can. We value your business. I apologize to you again, sir, and you have an awesome day. Click. He got fired. They called him in the office. They was like, "Look, listen here, Sven. You are an asshole. You're, you're out of here. I can't believe that you're going to fucking fire me over a bear. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Do you know uh, that bear? I know that bear. I know his I history. I fucking know who he was. <laughs> so yeah, I got a little nasty. He choked me. I was so me. stunned. Have you ever listened to Dakota so Forty? <laughs> Those bastards. <laughs> I was so stunned, yo. I was so stunned. But anyway, shout yo, out don't to be that. surprised shout if he got. Africa. I hope he, you uh, working in uh, in uh, Starbucks right now. Don't be surprised if he's uh, a white kid that got a written warning yo, in his file. I'm gonna tell you right surprised. now, um, a, a very stern warning. <laughs> <laughs> Very stern you, you, letter. You, you might want to get your credit card changed because he might be giving it out right now. It's B E A R. There. His credit card number is 555 555 555. He's a bear. Yo. I was. 
<laughs> I was, I was, and, they, and what's funny is they just sent me a new card. They sent, they sent me a fresh, a freshie because my, you know, the, the expiration date went out. Another one. Yeah, I was another a little, I was a little tight about that. So, you yeah. think they fired him over that shit? What do you think? It depends. It's the fact that like, I got the phone call, he called me specifically to ask me how was the customer service on that. That call. was his direct. So clearly, well, well, there it, was an issue. There's an issue in that department. I I'm think you whenever you hit, whenever you hit one. They probably go back and listen because all the co- those phone calls are recorded. Yeah. Right. So if, you, if, they, yeah. if they get less than a three or something like that, they're probably going to go back and listen to it and see what, yeah. what was going on. And sometimes and he probably heard all that spice. And sometimes yeah. um, what they do is they'll be listening to you live as you're on the call. They do like live intervention type, like not intervention, just live. No, I don't. I don't think anybody would listen to that call because they would have stopped it. They would inter- They would intervene. Not, not necessarily. When I worked for AT&T Wireless, yo, they they wanted to have the whole call recorded. So when it was time to fire you, there was oh, no question. they had proof. Yeah, mm. they wanted, there's no mm. interruption. They want you to go the whole full Monty. They want you to just get belligerent. I, they, I, would, I would suspect that they'd be more concerned with customer retention than... Right, yeah, than, that's what I, well, I that's what the follow-up call is about. Well, that's what no, the follow-up call is about. If you allow a customer rep to be belligerent to me while I'm on the call and you're sitting there listening to the call. That's pretty weird behavior from a management perspective. Like why, yeah, why but they also don't want the, the customer to know because no, they don't want when the, you're on the call, they can interrupt call without you even. Yeah, exactly. But even when yeah, you're on you were call, supposed it, to be getting a supervisor. Says, yeah. It starts off and says yeah, this call may be recorded. Has that ever happened to you before where the, where the supervisor chimed in? No. Where, I, where, I where I've asked for a super, if I'm, I'm waiting for a supervisor, but I've never heard somebody talking shit about me as I'm waiting for the supervisor either. Yeah, this mm. fucking guy, he's he's wasting his time. That <laughs> motherfucker, yo. He, yo. Think, he doesn't think I know who he is. He's the band. <laughs> B E A R. Capital B. Fucking asshole. That's great. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this opportunity for a year. Oh man, Yo, that's hilarious. He was in, he was in the San Francisco Daily and everything. <laughs> Yo, this is Vincent, aka Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, aka Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding Forty. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? A little bit. We tweet. We tweet. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. No Snapchat at all. And go to www.decodin40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. Thank you for listening to Coden 40, <laughs> goddammit. So, Rick, what's up with your life, man? You know, I was I was kind of stoked for the end of this week because, uh, for this week, because I had a travel job and I haven't traveled since, you know, since the whole COVID thing started. And, Work has been sporadic. So the idea of going on the road for a little bit, you know, for a job was exciting, but it got canceled, unfortunately. Uh, because why did it get canceled? I think it's COVID related, probably, because there's a lot more processes and protocols that have to be put into place for people's safety. It costs a lot more just in terms of like having PPE for, for crew, being able to test crew, being able to um, sort of sequester people. So, you know, there's a lot more steps. So it's way more expensive than, you know, what it was before. And like the great thing about documentaries are they're sort of lean and and quick, they're nimble, but 
this new this new uh, COVID stage, like we're not able to move pieces around as quickly as uh, they once were. So um, I think this is probably just a stutter step and we'll probably this job will come back. I know it's going to come back because this this project's going to get finished. But it's just kind of a bummer because I kind of I felt like things were going to be a little bit normal and I was going to get back on the road. Like and that, that's gonna be. Uh, yeah. You look like you got a new safari no, 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 hat yeah. on. You got you got a new safari hat on. You're no, I just go. watched you're the old go. one. I was watching, <laughs> but but I was getting ready. I was getting ready. Wait, did you have your clothes set out? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> but I did do. But I did do all my laundry in anticipation in anticipation of packing. So all my laundry, all my laundry is done. Like you know, you know, you did your laundry early when you still you still had underwear left, but you, you just washed it in. You just got everything ready. It's ready to go. Wow, jump ship, huh? Yeah. So hopefully this thing will roll around maybe in in another two weeks or so. Mm. That's the hope. We'll, we'll see. That's what's up. What's up with you, Vin? You know, is the dog still alive? We gotta do it. We yeah, gotta do a check in on the dog. dog every week. The dog is the dog is fine, man. You know, it's, it's he a, still it's lives with you guys, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know he might be good. He's still living your address. Uh, yeah, he's he's she, she <laughs> still, <laughs> you know, your address. She's right? still living at okay. our address. Yes, gotcha. that is. Correct. I think we need to you put. A, I, I think we need to put an ankle bracelet on that dog with the decoding forty cell phone. Hold on. This is how I know you still have not attached yourself to this dog. You keep saying he. You <laughs> you have not realized that this is a yeah, female. Nah, I, I know it's a female dog, but it's just uh, it's the habit of, of saying. I know. He. You know what so I mean? you have not attached yourself to this dog. You are still ready to let go if necessary. No. I'm just I'm saying, not, I appreciate I, that. I, I, I respect I'm, that. I'm, I'm I respect not do that. that in 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 you being a wayward dog owner. <laughs> what, 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 what's the dog's name? What's the dog's name? Onyx. He doesn't remember. Onyx is the dog's name. What? Onyx. Okay. Ah. He named Slam. it as a rap group just to make it easier. <laughs> the dog is fine. It was, so it, it was either Mob Deep or Onyx. Listen, so fuck, and he couldn't get rid of you, Mob Deep. Fuck you and your crooked right, wall. Like <laughs> he can't right. get rid of Mob Deep. So Onyx. All right. So all right. Onyx, he's some so, Tommy about Onyx. Fuck you and your crooked walls. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you and your credit card experience. <laughs> and fuck you with your duck hunter hat on. <laughs> the all three is fuck yous. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. The dog is fine. Uh, she is doing okay. It's just a lot of work. It's a lot of work. The dog, you know, the toilet training a dog. Uh, I keep saying toilet training. Potty training you? a dog. You know, potty training the dog is 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 a bit challenging because you got to basically watch them all the time. Is potty training the right? Term? I don't think so because well, no, the potty is a toilet. I was gonna, yeah. I was just waiting for him to stop so I could Listen, say that, but that's what they call it the potty training the dog, getting the dog to go outside or whatever, whatever the fuck it is, man. You know what the fuck <laughs> I'm talking about. This dog days are numbered. The dog is not going anywhere. Yeah. You guys are fucking horrible. <laughs> a couple but, of months, uh, he's like, Onyx. Why are you still shitting in the house? You're out of here. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I'm listen, uh, the dog is fine. I'm fine. Um, I had my uh, therapy, my weekly therapy this week. 
I've been kind of down because it's around the time my mother's anniversary. So that's been kind of bumming me out a little bit. But, uh, you know, that's next Monday. Going to try to do a little tribute, maybe go to the beach and uh, light a candle or something that for, for her. What else? My daughter said, my oldest said she's going to take me out for uh, my birthday. Nice. So nice. I plan right. to not eat for 24 hours beforehand because I'm going to get my money's worth. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> can can we get her to invite uh, her, us over to her house and we just be super disrespectful and put our feet on her furniture, <laughs> drop chips in the couch? Can we do that? Smoke. We're going to uh, smoke. Get smoke in there. Smoke uh, cigars in there. Cups. Leave the refrigerator cups. door open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All just that. Let, All that. Let, and, and let, uh, I'm going to fill up the iced tea, right, like she used to do, to the top of the, the cup. So as soon as you pick it up and you move, there's droplets all over the hardwood floor, <laughs> all the way up the steps, all the way to her room, outside her room, inside her room. <laughs> Little droplet device tea. I gotta love it. So I want to do that. I want to get. I want to get something that gets real sticky. Probably Coca Cola. Mm, no ice, mean. all the way to the top, and then and I'm gonna let the fizzle go down, and I'm gonna make sure it's brimming. So as I walk through her house, it's just little droplets, little <laughs> droplets of love. Yeah, that's what nice. she used to do. There's actually but, a video that uh, details that where uh, two parents go over to their, um, yeah. I guess, the kid's house. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. yeah just, I don't know that's, if I pro- that's what inspired it. Yeah, yeah, got it. Got it. Definitely, man. Definitely. Let's fucking do it. Let's do it. Dad, what are you doing? Shut up. <laughs> it's payback time. Hey, are these your <laughs> chips? <laughs> uh, no they're not they're the family's <laughs> chips and i'm gonna right, eat all right, of right, them. Right. i'm gonna eat all of them before you get one of them how do you like those <laughs> apples yeah that's that's the best you know you go grocery shop and you put all that fucking food in the house and you come back three days later like yo what happened to everything gone devoured bro um, so my wife and i have this thing called a goodie draw where we put all the like snacks and stuff she literally filled it up over the weekend it is practically empty right now. Jesus. What what is what in the goodie draw? Yeah, what's in the goodie draw? Usually healthy stuff, but just a lot of snacks like, you know, um mango, mango uh bites, dry mango bites and stuff like that. Just individual snacks. And so we just kind of throw everything in that drawer so you know you can get it at your leisure. Yeah, you know, these kids have been up and they you know they didn't have school today, so they've been up past us probably i think one night they stayed up till five o'clock in the morning <laughs> what yeah yo these, i have all nighters <laughs> my my kids are all nighters like all these kids will, are like the same way yeah i will wake up like six and they'll be looking at me like hey good morning i'm like no, <laughs> not good morning <laughs> you, you better teach them how to dj bro they <laughs> They're gonna be out. You missed the hell of a night. You missed the hell of a night. So be like, yo, we had a hell of a night, Dad. Yo, as long as they got Wi-Fi and a fucking game controller. Here's the funny thing. So now we have this um, Eero system. So the Wi-Fi cuts off at like twelve thirty. This dude will use his personal uh, hotspot on his phone to power all the devices. Wow! Wow! There's no. So if we don't take down. the phone, then then yeah. we don't shut it down. Yeah, I know. Listen, I, I'm. They'll I'm, find I'm that workaround. They will. They will. I, I'm doing the same shit. I, at this point, my daughter probably can fucking hack into the fucking Pentagon with her fucking Google Chromebook. I'm sure. And and can Wi-Fi workarounds. I'm like, well, what phone is this? She's probably using all types of fucking black boxes. I don't even know what she's doing in that fucking room at the time. 
I don't want to know. You know, but it's no. I, this is true. I don't want to know, but I do want to know. Just as long as it's not criminal criminal behavior. Yeah, I'm fine. It's I, I know it's not criminal behavior. It's it's a lot of silly shit. But you know, for the most part, you just yeah. This is this is the age like this thirteen year old age right here is a fucking real pain in the ass age. Yeah, it is. I, you know, I, they're they're on they're on pain in the ass level one thousand. My G. Okay, I've got, Rick, I've got get a ready. Year old. I know. Yeah, Rick, get I ready. Know. You're gonna love that shit. Because you go to this, you go through the from the age they are now to mm. about 11, 12, where they love you and mm-hmm. you, they generally adore everything you do. Then they turn 13 and it's like they ingest an asshole pill. <laughs> <laughs> just popping them, just popping them. One after the other. It's like Tic Tacs, asshole pill, <laughs> asshole pill, asshole well, pill. I, I think around the age of two and some change, they took the first half of that pill. Mm. <laughs> because uh, small doses. They're not yeah. a pill yet. <laughs> Micro The two-year-old two now <laughs> has become a little hellion. Mm. Little hellion. Oh, well, that's true. That's terrible truth. Yeah, everything is no. Nah, mm. No. Uh, can you do this? No. Yes. Then he takes to, so like, let's say my daughter's like using Legos and she's building something. He'll just smash it to smash it. <laughs> you know what it is? They're, they're understanding that their, their behavior has a reaction or induces yeah. a reaction. Yeah. And they're, they're testing that out. And he, lo- he, he happens to love this reaction. Yes. To make does. people angry or upset. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's like, this is some new power. I have. <laughs> so, 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 so what he does is like he'll take a toy of hers or a crayon or something and run to the playpen and throw it in the playpen because mm. he knows that she can't she can climb in there if she wants to. But it's more of right. an effort than she's willing to put in. Right. So then she starts making a fuss. So the other day, my mother-in-law was over and she had taken off her shoes and he stole one of her shoes and threw it in the playpen <laughs> <laughs> as if she couldn't lean over and pick this shit up. Like, but he's testing boundaries. He is. He is. I love it. I he love is. it. I don't, so, I didn't so, love it when at the time, but I yeah, love yeah. It. It's like, if this little motherfucker could do that one more time. <laughs> so what happens when they, when they take the second half of that pill? Oh my God. Right. That's the, it's, I, I think right now, like like L said, they're ingesting them like Tic Tacs. They mm. just pill after pill. Yo, because I'm really trying to figure this shit out. Like, God damn it. The other day, my son like thought he was raising his voice at me. I was like, I looked at my wife, I said, yo, finish him. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker What's won't die. <laughs> and and I, I took everything to calm myself down. I really calmed myself down. I said, I'm just saying, for you, sir, you might want to filter the way you say things to me because you are in my wheelhouse right now. And I... <laughs> I live here. I, I live here. I, I live here. in this you, You're just visiting, B. Just <laughs> right. You, you got to wait another... Six or seven years before you can really enjoy this space, and you know I can deal with it. But, and really, I don't know if I'll ever be able to deal with it directed at me, but uh, certainly not 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 at this stage in your life. So yeah, man. <laughs> mm. The main thing I told you guys I want to talk about is Rada Blank, who is a personal friend of mine, who I am over the moon excited and proud of with her new project. 
40-year-old version that's now uh, streaming on Netflix. You know, just throw all the horns and bombs on this um, because, you know, it's it's so like you guys do a lot of dope stuff. And I'm always like happy to say, yo, my friends do dope things. And that's always a sense of pride for me. And she just is in that space as well, where I have seen her growth and she has put in the work. She's been a a head writer on uh, Empire. She's been the executive producer of She's Gotta Have It, which was also on Netflix. And now to have her own project blooming and being so accepted, I think she won the uh, Sundance Award. And just, I've I've been watching her just grind it out over the years. We used to always, um, we've known each other since we were 14, but I've just been seeing her grind over all these years and put in the work. And when I was in um, grad school, I would study at the Schomburg and she would be there and we would always chop it up for a little bit. And that's where she would study her characters for playwriting. She just she just does the work and you just have to sit back and just, you know, want to just bask in and just let that person just shine uh, who you've seen put in the toil and, and, and the work. And for that project to be so personal, because I know a lot of her personal life, obviously, and it's just... She's put so much of her life in that movie, and even her brother was in that movie. And it's just weird to see it played out like that. But it's exceptional uh, work. I, I invite and encourage everybody to go watch it. Um, she, like I said in the IG post, uh, she has deserved, she's deserving of all the accolades that she's re- received thus far and all those that are bound to come. I, I, I'm just excited for her and so happy for her. So, uh, yeah. What's the um, show about, El? It's really uh, semi-autobiographical. It's about someone who is arriving in their 40s, but hasn't achieved the level of success that they have aspired to. So they have to reimagine themselves and trying to stay real to who they are as a person, but also not, not be sucked into this idea of the starving artist. And I think she she just writes it so well and plays it out um, in a magnificent way. And just in terms of, uh, I think we were talking about a little bit, I think what I really loved about it is that it doesn't try to be anything other than a person, a human being who just happens to be black, trying to figure out how do they operate in the space and in in the entertainment space or creative space and how do they just be become and how they go from be to becoming in this constant cycle of how do you evolve yourself and your craft and your career and you constantly develop yourself. And and that's where we all are. And that's where I think where we all want to be, where we don't have to be burdened with this idea of, oh, by the way, and you're black. I just want to be a human being who is trying to figure out this time that I have on the planet. And that's what I think she captures so amazingly. Um, So please go check it out and go stream it. I, I, I watched so, it and I th- what I thought was so brilliant about that, the story was that she's from Brooklyn, Mother Gaston Boulevard. But the circles that she's moving in goes from uh, from uh, Bed-Stuy to this probably, I don't know that it was an elite school, but I assumed it was an elite high school or some sort of creative high school. Some sort of creative yeah. high school where she met her best friend. And mm-hmm. then she's moving in these really elite theater circles. 
mm-hmm. and comfortable in every space she's in, mm. which I identify with. Mm. You know what I mean? Because you're forced to live these these different lives. You know, you're forced to um, be able to survive in all these different spaces. And that's what I loved about her. And she was unapologetically herself. She was authentic in every place that she went and accepted, you know, and she 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 made it that way. She created that that space for herself. I think that's that's one of the reasons why I identified with the character is because it doesn't matter where you start and it it doesn't make you a better person because you've got access to these other places. But it's what about what you bring to all of those different spaces, mm. who you, you know, who you are. Um, who you are I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it's 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 really good. I, I totally please go watch it this week and uh, give her all the streams that she can possibly get. Yeah. Shout out to yeah, Rada. I, I saw it pop up. I haven't checked it out, but it's I definitely uh, put it on my watch list. I didn't even know it was I didn't even know you knew it, but I, I definitely was like, this looks interesting. So I Shout out to it. Netflix for making it, at least I don't know if it, it happens on everybody's um, platform when they open it up, but she was the, the premier uh, imagery when you when you open it up. Was that the case for you? No, uh, but it, no. it depends on it depends on. Yeah. On your algorithm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. But yeah, but when it, I was it, up, featured. it was featured. It was featured. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah. Everybody tuned in this week to watch. Saturday Night Live because everyone wanted to. It's funny not not to see any particular actors or whatever. Everybody wanted to see the fly from yes. the Vice Principal. Mm-hmm. Right, we Vice needed to see what they were going to do with that. Yes. And um, I, I thought, what did you guys think about the fly? It was good. It was okay. It, it was funny. They went left and then they brought it back when Keenan Thompson showed up as Herman Kane. Right. Yeah. yeah Which, I thought that was pretty good. I watched it this afternoon, and yes, you were totally right, Alaric. That. They stole uh, that idea from us. That's they what listen we to said. The show. They, uh, Saturday Night Live. Yes. I, we don't care Somebody. that you steal from us. Have us on the show. Yeah. Uh, you know, at or least whoever you time. are, come on our show. Yeah. Right. Right. Don't even, yeah. don't even tell say, us you're stealing from us. Just say, hey, right. I'd like right. to come on your show. You yeah. guys yeah. are funny. Funny yeah. enough to steal our shit yeah. twice. Yeah. No, this is the third time. This the is third the time? third time. Yeah. It's the third time. It's yeah. the third time. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, so, so I think somebody from SNL is definitely listening in. So what's up? What's think, up? SNL? Who do you think it is? Keenan. You keep you keep saying it's uh, Chris Red. <laughs> I think it's Chris Red. I think it's him. I think it's him. You funny though, Chris. But he's struggling. He's trying to get something on the show. He's trying to get a movie. He's trying to get a movie. Uh, so, actually, let's invite Chris on the show and let's interrogate him and figure uh, out who it yeah. is. Oh, let's ask let's, him who's. Uh, let's get to the bottom of this. Let's get to the bottom yeah. of this. The funny thing is, it's probably a white guy. Mm. Wow, it's you're probably, probably right. Somebody's probably stealing right. our shit. Yeah. I don't like it. Jacking our style. But anyway, so so I kind of I kind of dug the whole uh, Jeff Goldblum fly situation. It went a little left, but I I think Jim Carrey is amazing, so he did that. But anyway, we went there yeah. for that. The only yeah, thing no. that really made me laugh out loud was, and it was physical comedy, is when the fly spits up. Yeah, that was based <laughs> on the movie. <laughs> that yeah. shit was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. I don't, I don't know why he had to do Joe Biden into Jeff, yeah, into the yeah. fly, into Jeff Goldblum. It yeah. would have been funnier if it was just Jeff Goldblum, right, as a fly. That would have been. Yeah. I agree. Or Herman Cain. They didn't even need they they could have yeah. mixed or blended Herman Cain as the fly coming yes. back. Yes. And then throwing well, I don't know if 
Keenan could have pulled off that physical humor like that. No, not like Jim Carrey. No, not no Jim they wanted to so. integrate Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim yeah, yeah. That's, I, yeah. Okay, well, there you go. That's that's probably yeah. the reason why. Otherwise, they would have did it. Probably did it that way. But anyway, so so we all came here for that, and we got the surprise of our lives with uh, Bill Burr talking about white women, which has got the internet all all a flutter, talking about how white people need to take their medicine and how white women have co opted the BLM movement, um, and <laughs> how white women have appropriated being woke. And uh, not not just white women, but I but I think that was his point. I think um, there are white men that have appropriated it as well. But um, what do you guys think about that? About that appropriation? And first of all, shout out shout, shout out to Bill Burr for being a, a soldier, for going on there and speaking his truth. Because I I you know I was talking to Vin and we had definitely talked about that skit a a while back. Vin reminded us, I think it was yesterday. But um, shout out to him for speaking his truth. But what do you guys think about that? Is he a soldier though, or is he just a white man that's married to a black woman? He could be both. I'm not. I'm not going to say he can't be both. No, I, I, think, he, I think face. he's. He I think he's always. I think he's always had something to say about race relations and you know the reality of what it what white privilege is. I think mm-hmm. he's he's understood it maybe longer than most. Maybe mm-hmm. because he has he has uh, before he was married to her, they were dating for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he came to that understanding. Early. I think I think that uh, as a comedian, um, I think Bill Burr is a genius. Mm. Um, I think I agree. he, he I touches agree. he touches a lot of um, uh, angles. He he deals with a lot of angles, and he he just he comes at things in different angles, and he's never afraid to say what he says, even if it's uncomfortable to a lot of people. And if you've ever watched any of his specials, there's always that moment in one of his specials. But he always brings it home. I think what he said was the truth. And what I was saying is that 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 bit where he talks about the women and white women having privilege, he had done that on his last special, which is about a maybe about a year old now. So that that joke or the context or the way he put that joke together is is relatively it's nothing that he just he did it on the show. Yes, but it's an old it's from an old joke that he did before. No one ever said anything before. But of course, it's Saturday Night Live, and it's the current climate. But what he said was the truth. We didn't say anything right. that was wrong. It, I mean, mm. they they don't want to hear that, you know. They don't, especially they don't want to have a comedian because Bill Burr does have a large fan base uh, of a lot of white folks, and mm. there's white folks that follow him and follow his humor, and were not necessarily ready to hear what he just said. You know, mm-hmm. in the in the context that he put it in, like he put it all together in that little, you know, five minute monologue that he's never done like that before. That five minute monologue is more like would be like an hour show if he had the time to do it. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he see, I don't understand the shock and awe of the, That's what I was the white women who saw it and were somehow offended. Yes. Right. Because um, half of you voted for <laughs> Trump. Yeah. Right. A little bit more than half of you, a little bit more yes. than half of you voted for Trump. Yes. So why are your mouths wide open in shock that Bill Burr called you out for not being happy with your share of, of exploitation of black yeah. and brown people? Yeah. Why, right, why, are you, like, why are you shocked? How, how is this controversial? It's, there's nothing controversial about what he it's said. Co- Everything was controversial. spot on. It, anything is controversial to white people that calls them to task. 
anything that calls them to task is controversial and offensive to okay. white people. Of course. So, okay. So now, now we're playing, we're going to play a little semantics, right? So it's not controversial, but they can feign as if it is controversial. Because yeah. what he said was absolutely positively yeah. true that white women have played both sides of the fence and they have co-opted a lot of the movement to suggest that they are the ones who have been affected by oppression. And I love the part when he says that they have sat on the sidelines, and I'm paraphrasing, but they sat on the sidelines and watched white supremacy dominate on people of color but at the same time have sought out relationships with black men. Mm -hmm. And then when they've been found out, have suggested that they've been violated in some way. Mm -hmm. It wasn't consensual. It wasn't consensual. I'm saying that, you know, listen, you know what it's, I think it hurts more when it comes from a white person of his stature. Right. And again, and, and I'm sure the platform adds to that as well, because of course, setting that live is a is, platform. And, and right now, everybody wants to everybody. Trust me, everybody just, wanted to just see that not episode. being produced by 50 Cent. That's a segue. I'm sorry. I had to say it. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, shit. That was great. That was amazing. Oh my god, but that was ninja like. That was ninja. Woof. That fucking Chinese star went right right on my neck. Um, what was I saying? Shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. I know, I cut your vein. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm bleeding over here. <laughs> Listen, uh, comedy, stand-up comedy is the last one of the last bastions of truth when it comes to entertainment. It really is. It's completely honest. And you are the master of your, you know, your domain in that when you get on stage as an individual, unless you're doing less a team of comedy, but for the most part, it's an individual sport. And in order for you to really be a good comedian, you have to speak your truth and you have to really come from the heart because everything else is superficial. Any Anybody can be funny and be topical, but to really get into your heart and say the shit that you want to say and not be apologetic for it and then make people laugh on top of that. Mm. I mean, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no better feeling in the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I tell you right now, Bill Burr probably don't give a fuck. He don't give a fuck. He said it because he knows it's true. I don't know if he doesn't care, but I, I felt like there was a bit of uncomfortability with it because he knew even having told that joke on Netflix, he knew of course that th- this is another level this yeah. is a this is different this is a, a new set of eyes on this joke this yeah. is more TV. heat on this joke right and I, I so far i think he's handled it well by not saying anything i commend him I, I i commend him for that shit i give him his props for that shit yeah i, I thought it was a brilliant you know, joke i i, I, I love the way great. he's I, I love the way he spit the joke i love the sense of uncomfortability that he had telling the joke but i i felt like he stood in the moment and shout out to him i'm gonna tell you right now before we end the segment Bill Burr ch- uh, channeled George Carlin that night. Mm. That's some George Carlin shit. Like George Carlin would say some shit like that on the low and mm. motherfuckers would be thinking like, what did he just say? Because <laughs> if you watch George Carlin, he says shit sometimes that is so fucking funny, but so truthful. And that's what comedy's about, man. Like if you can get to that level of just 
not giving a fuck and being mm-hmm. that brilliant, like Dave Chappelle, that they're, they're brilliant comedians. Right. And to be able to translate the pulse of what's happening and then make it funny, but then still have you thinking, mm-hmm. that's even better. You know, because dick and pussy jokes go how far, right? But that cerebral comedy would have you thinking, that's yeah. that's the real shit, man. That's the shit that yeah. motherfuckers to get into. And that's my two cents on uh, comedy, you know, out here in these streets. That was five cents, my brother. That was five cents. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have nope. change. <laughs> Ready? Let's book it. So, so your man Trump is uh, seriously, seriously, seriously court, courting. Um, well, first of all, he's walking around here with COVID, but that's a whole other story. Um, he's rallying like, and shit. He's just like, what is he doing? You get COVID. You get COVID. You get COVID. I saw, I saw a picture of him throwing something into the audience. Yeah, like, COVID. Who what? Yeah, I think it was like he, <laughs> I'm gonna cough into this right. handkerchief. He threw something into the it. audience. I'm like, who is catching that shit? <laughs> they if, catch if, anyone, right. if anyone is not familiar with the Lincoln Project, go look up the Lincoln Project on YouTube. And they just did a special on them on 60 Minutes. These guys, you know, as 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 a marketer, as as a media guy. I love what these guys are producing and I give them a lot of credit because they had the, they all had to walk away from their party to do it. Um, Cause they're all Republican. So I have to give them but a lot of credit. Here's the beauty of it. They're not only Republican, they are political strategists. And this is yeah. what I think we've all been sort of dancing around is that not even dancing. We've touched on it pretty directly. The Republicans are far better in terms of promoting an idea or some type of ideology. No, and they I, know I, how I, to hammer it. I disagree. They're not, disagree. they're not, they're not better at it. The, the what they are selling is easier to sell because what they sell is fear. And it's far harder to sell people hope and 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 promise versus fear. It's easy to say there's the boogeyman, we're all against them. Uh, and know, have people rally behind that message. But it's harder to get people. Alaric, Barack Obama. Alaric, Barack Obama was brilliant in that he could. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just saying. Barack Obama was campaign was which was talking. Right. Barack Obama's campaign was brilliant in that he was able to inspire people to feel hopeful about what was coming next. Yes. And everybody can't do that. Yeah. Hillary yeah, could but, not do that. But but I also yeah. think the Democrats are scared to go there. But the now the Democrats, the Democrats have a boogeyman. The right. Democrats have a boogeyman, right. and, and they're and Trump. they're pouncing on it. His right. name is Trump, I and he's got COVID. I agree. Well, yeah. here's but the anyway. thing, though. Here's, wait, no, I want to. He's add sick, this and he's killing people. Yeah. But but yeah. here again, you have the Republicans who have framed the boogeyman. The Democrats haven't really done that, and that's what I'm saying that they are better in terms of doing that. Because it's the yeah. Lincoln Project who's actually creating this this uh, content. Yes. Joe Biden has not really done anything in terms of framing. He's he's framed Donald Trump as you know inept, but not dangerous, and that's what right. the Republicans are very good at. You know what they need to do? All right, I got the perfect fucking ad. They need to have the picture of him when he was sitting there with the Bible in his hand, 
And then they need to just say some shit like, then they need to just like go to when he just says something disrespectful and be like, how the fuck can this, this dude hold the Bible in one picture, but then turn around and be disrespectful and say shit. And, and grabbing pussy with, and hold the Bible pussy. with one hand, grab yeah, pussy with the other hand. Other. <laughs> yeah, like go, go for the but fucking it, throat. It's, is this the same hand Donald Trump grabbed her pussy? No. Yo, <laughs> as he's grabbing really the Bible. They have finger. a video. They have a video like that. They have, it's called like sexual. Not assault. that far. Yo, I, Not that far. I, they don't go that far. I spent, I, I spent like an hour in their channel. I spent like an hour in their channel. Where is that and, finger? And, and, been? and and they should, and they were like they were. Like, we should yeah, put that crazy. video together. Let's put that video together. Is this the hand he used to grab all that pussy? <laughs> Smell that finger. Mm. Smells sweet, or does it? <laughs> Get your finger out of my pussy. <laughs> it has COVID on it. Give <laughs> uh, me COVID in my vagina. <laughs> you already gave me herpes. You no know COVID. It COVID, herpes and COVID, just herpes, herpes, syphilis, and COVID. It's too much, Donald. Too much. Too much. My vagina is like a a cesspool now. It's a herpifilis nineteen. Cesspool again. Herpifilis nineteen. You're fucking ridiculous, (laughs) Donald. I, I, I. I'm dying. COVID. I can't. This tournament is killing me. Help me. Ooh, I have an army uh. of crabs marching out of my vagina. <laughs> Where are you going? We are the crabs from your vagina. Why they gotta be Nazi crabs? Why they gotta be Nazi crabs? Oh, they have to be. Oh my god. Daniel, the, the crabs are here. They're very upset. <laughs> Why do the crabs have to be Nazi crabs? Uh, All right. Because of course they do. <laughs> so are these boiled crabs? <laughs> I forgot even where he was going. <laughs> took somewhere. It doesn't matter. We went, we no, 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 no. So so <laughs> I was shocked to see Donald Trump was having this rally at the White House which he's not supposed to do. He's not supposed to have political rallies at the White House. And there was a stream of black and brown faces That's at what the he's White going House. For. No, no, no. I'm glad you brought this up. Because if this does not convince you that Candace Owens is trying to kill black and brown people on the low, nothing will. Why is Candace even still leading? rocking with them? Was she leading? She, she not only was leading, she paid for some of those people to be there wow. and pay for their Travel and hotel expenses. And their COVID. And, no, the COVID and was free. The COVID free. Well, oh, the COVID well, yeah. included. Because the COVID the is free. <laughs> but the crack costs money. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Come here. Give me a kiss. It's COVID. So, so they're all out there and they're like, I have never, I never thought I would see cornrows at the White House throwing it up for Trump. It was shocking to me. And why is Candace still rocking with them after being snubbed at the convention? Come on, man. She's a, she's she got nowhere to go. Where is she going to go? Right. Exactly. She's, 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 she has planted her flag. She's a shitheel. 
She's got to ride not, that. She's got to ride that Trump dick until there's no dick to ride. She 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 definitely has a wake up call coming though because at some point this Trump train is going to end, and I think it's. Yeah. I hope it's going to be real soon, and then she's going to be in a world of hurt. No, does she no, think that she's going to be a Republican sweetheart? Like she's going to no be adopted she, by she, them. I think she no. I will think she's fall gonna off. Yeah, she will fall off like the rest of them. And I was thinking about something that Allery said a couple of months ago. Remember Sarah that, Palin? Yeah, no, remember, that was my, that was remember, the point I was about remember, to remember Stacey Dash was hot fire exactly. on Fox News for a minute? Eventually, if you if you let them burn their star out, they will fade into the background and it'll be like, oh, remember them. Hmm. And I think that's where she is. Like a fart in the fucking wind. Out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you ever think about when you out of here? <laughs> oh my god gold chain no, girl thing out of here no <laughs> out covid here. rallies and you out of here oh my farted god. in the wind out of here out of oh here. my god out of here Jeez. yeah i i i think she's exhausting her uh, mm. her 15 minutes she's at 14 minutes and f- about 42 it, seconds yeah yeah i would have yeah. said 58 seconds but okay i'll go with that <laughs> give her a couple seconds you know what are so, these yeah, blacks that Trump's going to do when he's done? What What gonna are you going to do? I, I'm going to tell you barbecue. what they're going to do. You can't come no. back to the barbecue. No, they are. They they too are going to dig their heels into the sand, and you are going to see a lot of pushback against Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And, and everything is going to be everything is going to be everything is going to be a scandal. Everything I, is going to be equivocated to what's happening right now. But in fact, it's not going to be anywhere close to what's happening right now. Joe Biden forgot to say hello to one of the Marines today. That was right. crazy. Yeah, shit like that. He hates the military, right? He yeah, hates the military yeah. more than Trump. Yeah, right. Because I mean, the, the, me. the critique. I think that's healthy. It's healthy to be on on their asses after they win this election. Mm-hmm. Be on their asses yeah. to make sure that they get the shit that hold we need done. Fire. Done, yeah, right? Hold them to the fire. But don't don't just stand there and hate everything that they're doing. You know, like pick it well, apart just to it, pick it apart. They got to get the Senate and they got to get the presidency. That's what they got. They, they they if they hold on to the House seats they have right now, get control of the Senate, then they could do something. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully they can maybe push this Supreme Court shit back. I don't know. They're probably not. They're going to confirm her. And you got, you know, the rest of them, you know, jerking off, getting ready to to ban everything they can. And uh, this guy, Trump, if he wins, he's going to fucking raid Social Security and destroy that because it's so much of a deficit. And, you know, we're all going to get fucked in the end because him and his friends and the rich don't need Social Security like the masses need. 70 percent of the population really needs to survive. So, you know, they're, they're, they're all heartless demons. Trump is a demon. I, 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 I want okay. that COVID to fucking rip them apart. Can I say this? I want us to stop talking like that and like trying what? to demonize and, and demonizing the other side. Yes, there are people who do some evil things. But I think what has really broken down the conversation and discourse, politically speaking, is that we try to demonize the other side. And this is me being in both sides of these group chats and everybody's like, Oh, the Democrats are, you know, well, no, no. Well, well, he said, he said, Trump is a demon. Not everybody who follows Trump is a demon. He said, Trump is a demon, which I, I completely agree with. He is a psychopath. He's a sociopath. He's a sociopath. 
I, I can go with that. But that demon talk then creates a new, different dynamic in the conversation. So I, I can appreciate that he is a psychopath. He's a narcissist, all of that stuff. But He's the devil. <laughs> right. Like, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that is real good discourse because... He's a blue-eyed, orange-haired devil. <laughs> first, first of all, why is he orange? Why is he orange? And why is he normalized this? Yo. Why is he all normalized being orange? That is so weird to me. Yo, he's like he's he's the Kim Jong Young of America. He that's why he likes that dude. That's why he he he's he wants to be. A, he's a caricature. Yes, yeah, he wants he to be. He's a, a fucking clown. He, he knows he's a clown. He knows. He's, it. I don't think it's the same reason why be... Don King combed his hair like that. Yeah, <laughs> it made him stand out. It's it's his what they call it peacocking. All the girls like oh. uh, the spray tan, L dot. <laughs> Is that right? All the they they all like to spray tan when I grab by the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> but doesn't it wipe off? These. That it don't matter. Don't That's these. El, Elvin spray tan is his 94, man. It's all good. Elvin spray tan is 94. No, but you know what? Back in the day, I dated a chick who spray tan. I used to be like, what are you doing? Was it that, was that, this that a looks... black chick? No, it was a white chick. Oh. I didn't Date is a very strong word. <laughs> I didn't date. <laughs> I'm not even. I inserted in. myself yo, into yo, her late at night. Yo, <laughs> L, you left yourself so wide open for that. It was too easy. I didn't even want to go for that one. It would just would have been. It just. I, I had it. No. Oh there, my there god. There was no dating involved. There was I'm no sorry. dating. It was three in the morning after the Waffle House. <laughs> what yeah. am I gonna do? The only time we had dinner was when. I shared my Whopper with her. Yeah, the only time, yeah. <laughs> when I came out with her. Two for six. Two for six. Two for six. <laughs> Y'all shared some noodles and noodles. That's oh, so what were we talking about? I, I, have no I, I have no idea. I have no idea. We What's the next topic? Wrap up the ske- we should at least wrap up the segment. <laughs> it can't just end like no, we were talking full about stop, Trump. like records. records. <laughs> Many of our segments have stopped like that. It's a, like, you know what I'm talking about? What do you think about that, Vin? <laughs> what I'm hoping is with Joe Biden being elected that we get back to more serious discourse. Because one of the things that we did realize, and I, I got a lot of thoughts on this. So one of the things that we did realize is that voting is the first part. We have mm-hmm. to stay engaged after voting yes. and we have to hold these politicians accountable. The other part is we have to figure out as our communities evolve, what is it that our communities need and how do we communicate that to our elected officials? And that conversation has to keep happening. And I'm hoping that what Joe Biden, Joe Biden can bring to the table is a way for us to start to have this conversation. Because I don't think all the ideas that Republicans have are bad. And I don't think that all the ideas that Democrats have are good. I think a good mix and blend and a conversation about how do we achieve the best outcomes for everyone who lives in this country or who wants to be a part of this country has to happen in order for us to survive, in order for us to get past, I think you said, what was it, 250 for 250 years for an empire to mm-hmm. yeah. democracy. So we have to figure out how to get past that threshold. Right. I think all the Republican ideas are bad. Most no, of them are the majority. They're not, they're not all. The majority. Right. Small well, government the problem, is good. What is now being re- represented as the Republican Party and conservative has, yeah. is completely deformed. It, it it really has it 
some of the most conservative people I know are older black folks. Absolutely. 100%. They fall in line with pretty much every, most of these ideas. A lot of them are very Southern ideas of, of uh, what life should be. Okay. So. um, Self-reliance, limited government. Well, I guess those aren't just Southern ideas, but. No, um, but I'm just saying in terms of conservatism, conservatism. No, I, I just I just fell in my um my uncle Nearest hole and I completely forgot. My, 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 my pro- <laughs> I completely my, forgot what I was saying. My, hey, no, no, hold. Uncle I was, I was like, trying to salvage it, and Uncle Nearest is calling me and like Uncle like, Nearest huh? was like, Rick, fuck your point, Rick. <laughs> this is Uncle Nearest. There's a number of things that you could life, be talking boy. about. Look towards the light, and I'll get but you right out of now, the boy. You just gonna talk about nothing. Just come out of the bottle, boy. Just, just sit back in your chair and relax. And just take another, take another sip. Come on out of the bottle, boy. You just summer breeze <laughs> makes me feel fine. Cold up in the. <laughs> my problem with the republican ideas is that they say one thing they call it something but it actually does the opposite and trump does this very well he projects something on you that he's doing or he projects something on his opponent that he's doing and that is not a trumpian thing that is a republican thing that has been going on for years so for example no child left behind left all of these children behind Mm. the Christian initiative for black churches was about controlling the messaging in black churches. So Mm. all of the things, all of the initiatives that they push when Republicans say they're about small government and finance and they're going to cut taxes. Well, what they do is they cut federal taxes, which forces the state to raise property taxes. So we got to, we got to, we got to not pretend like the entire government isn't focused on, our oppression and our destruction, because yeah, if you both, look at the because well, if you look at the Democrats and they call it the crime bill, getting tough on crime, what they really meant was over policing our neighborhoods and incarcerating us at a number that was 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 quadrupling what existed previously. Yes, but all of those bills were under pressure from trying to be bipartisan, and they were all the majority negative, of them bro. were no, driven no, by no, no, no. Republican initiatives. Negative. Wrote the bill. He's negative. a Democrat. No, no, no. I, I get his point. I think he's right. The it tough, was, the it, tough on crime. They took that up. Who's that? Who's Joe Biden? Who's, who's, who's we? Who's the, that? And I don't Demo- know. The Democrats <laughs> decided. The Democrats. The because we're talking That's about white Democrats. No, that was, beca- that was because we, Bill we were Clinton about- was against the ropes. That was because Bill Clinton was against the ropes. And they had to figure out a way to assuage the white exactly. suburban folks. And who is the victim of that? Us. People that look like us. Yeah. Right. So it, so it doesn't matter who is writing the bill or what they call it. If we are going to be the victims of that law... It's no, it doesn't work for us. It doesn't matter if they're Democrats or Republicans. It doesn't matter what they call it. No, but because I, at the end Max of the point. day, at the end of the day, if we're going to be the ones that are going to be persecuted by whatever law this is, it doesn't matter. Right. But to Max's point, I think what they were trying to achieve was this idea of we're we're finding the middle ground. 
it, it was all nonsense. But that's Who, how they were selling the middle, it. Who's finding finding the middle ground? That's how Democrats was were framing it. That's how they were trying to sell it. That in order for us to get a bipartisan bill that deals with and and to be fair, they were trying to address the cries is it, is of our, our neighborhood. It just had a, a, a ancillary effect that we did not anticipate. So that's the same thing with the crime bill. That's the same thing with three strikes laws. We did not, and I'm saying we. I'm, I, I'm, I'm wait, not wait, wait. I'm we. sorry. I I missed I missed a lot of what you I missed a lot of what you said. Sorry, Hello, Eric. This is Uncle Nearest again. No, no, no. It's, it's, <laughs> I got the Max Headroom. Yeah, I got the Max Headroom. Yeah. All right. So when they were creating this bill, they were trying mm-hmm. to cover for Bill Clinton, and the the Republicans had some sway. So they were trying to find what's what's the middle ground that will make us look tough on crime, but still keep us in good, what am I trying to say? In good, good standing uh, with the Republicans. Standing with, with, no, standing with the Republicans, but also with the Democrats. Okay. The bill of goods they sold us at the time. We have to look at what we know now. Because what they did was make an agreement to put us on the line. Right, but this is what I'm saying. So, so a, a part so, of that was so, let me let me finish the point. So, a part of that was in same, response. It, a part of that was in response mm-hmm. to what was happening in black communities. They they were trying to deal with it, but it was like dealing hitting a nail with a sledgehammer when they okay. thought they would they were trying to address it they, in a way. They, I'm, I'm I'm just saying they that's how they the sold drugs. They they put the drugs and allowed the drugs to flow into our neighborhoods, criminalized it, and then wrote the bill to put us in jail. They wrote it together to put us in jail. So it doesn't matter who wrote it, whether they were Democrat or Republican, because we are still the victims. We are the ones that get put on the line. They just made an agreement of how many people they were going to sacrifice how many of uh, us they were going to sacrifice? I'm not disagreeing with you. And I think that was what Mac was saying, is that what they were trying to do was to create the illusion of a bipartisan approach. No, well, well, what Mac said was that the, the Republicans do this. And no, I said, said, isn't that what you said? Did you say the Republicans do this? No, I, and said, I said that they, they all do it because I'm get, saying that they say the one victim thing of it and they do yes. the opposite. Right. That's that what I'm part, and and then then I'm 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 tuning into the part where you said that they were trying to create a bipartisan approach. So yeah. I the De- Democrats and the Republicans. So I agree with you, Alric, when you say that they had created the problem and then created a solution that was as detrimental as the problem that they created. I agree yes. with you. And all what I'm saying all the while. We are the ones on the chopping block. Right. So bipartisan, bipartisan, bipartisan doesn't really mean anything to us. I'm not saying to us. I'm I'm saying from a visual standpoint, what they were attempting to do was to create what was for the white folks in suburbia. So I don't give a fuck what they were doing. I'm not saying that you have to care about that. What I'm saying is what they were doing was trying to create the illusion for them that, hey, we're yes. tough on crime. Illusion. Exactly. Oh, yes. I've been, I've been I agree famous. with you. I agree okay. with you. Yes. Illusion. That they're creating yes. the illusion that we're tough on crime and not dealing with the fact that we have created the conditions 
that have perpetuated this crime. I agree. Yes, absolutely. Here we go again. I vehemently agree with you, Leon. (laughs) And this segment has been brought to you by Uncle Nearest. (laughs) Now, no, no, this is brought by what he's, I don't know what he's drinking. What are you drinking over there? Are we doing, is this, is this, uh, no, no, this week's libation? Not yet, not yet, not yet. yet. Causing an illusion is very different than something that I'm doing to you, which is intentionally negative, but I'm going to completely rebrand it as if it's the opposite. Right. It doesn't matter. If, doesn't if I create, hold on. If, if I no, create, no, but if, it, oh, it does matter. It's, it's, so it's it, it matters whether you swallow it or, or get it injected? No, no, no. Let me, so so, so, so wait, wait let, let's look at the difference. Obama created the Affordable Care Act. Mm-hmm. If he created the Affordable Care Act and it doubled the cost of health care, that would be the Republican tactic, but it didn't do that. At the same time, the Affordable Care Act was only a half measure because that's what he could get past. That's what he could get through. OK, if he, he said, if I had to do it all over, I do single payer, yada, yada, whatever the case may be. I know there's there's health care money in there trying to not make it single payer, et cetera. But, but that's very said, different. But he also said that the affordable health care was not the end. It was the right. beginning of the it was process. the beginning. Right. But that's very different than No Child Left Behind and a ton of other bills where the intention of the bill is mm. to leave these minority children behind. That's the intention. The intention of it is that they name the bill the exact opposite of what the intention of the bill is. And so what that, does intention have to do with the fact that the results are still the same? I think he's just making the point that Republicans have been the ones who have, and, and I'm not going to say that, but I, I think both sides have done it. But Republicans have been sides, notorious, notorious of naming a bill in a way that makes you think it's going to do one thing when it is intended to do the exact opposite. So as he called out, no child left behind was yes. intentionally created to leave certain kids behind. How many black babies are we going to leave behind with this bill? Exactly. my point. And when you say affordable health care, it actually is intending to be affordable health care for as many people as possible. If you can afford it. It, it is affordable because let me tell you, when when you look on the the market, Obamacare is actually affordable. If you I, I they, think when I go back, let me. But finish, how, let me but how are me these the point. only two bills that are that are being compared? Because there's a well, longer history because we only have an hour show. But 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 there's a longer history in this country <laughs> of of us being in this country that extend beyond those two laws. And they both no, told. They both no question, no question. This, but I, I think he's just making lies. the point. Affordable health care is not necessarily telling a lie. It's saying that we want to create a system where yes. more people have access to health care. Yes. No Child Left Behind is actually creating an educational system where fewer kids have access to education. Is that the case? Yes. That's what I'm saying. And I remember when I actually went to an interview for Rod Page's uh, uh, organization Mm -hmm. and the dude told me, we're actually looking for special people who think a certain way because I was thinking more expansive and they were thinking more reductive. And I I said that in the interview and not knowing I was actually canceling myself out of the prospects of that job. What did No Kid Left Behind actually fund? 
I'd, I'd have to look it up. But it, the point was to reduce the federal funding for state education. So to put the burden on the state versus the, the federal government. And also requiring schools to meet certain standards that they didn't have to meet before to get the funding and the financing. And those right. standards were, 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 were set along the lines of color and poverty. That was, that was, I was just about to say poverty. So I, I'm, 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 I, I mean, I don't know if it's, I'm just asking questions now. So I'm going I'm to look it up, but you're saying that in schools that were heavily uh, black and, and let's say Latino populated, or just say people of color. The aim was to reduce federal funding for those schools. It was to take it away from those schools and put it into other areas based on certain criteria that they set. And that criteria funded other schools and took money out of inner city schools. So they started to defund things like band and music and all these other programs. Those programs went away because of No Child Left Behind and the criteria. So it had nothing to do with charters. Not necessarily but charters and vouchers, but they allow for the charters and vouchers. Part of that was in the no child left behind because it wasn't allowed before. You couldn't just do a school. And so you increase this level of accountability for public schools, but not giving them the funding that they need in order to reach those benchmarks. Okay. The law, the law was controversial in part because it penalized schools that didn't show improvement. It penalized the schools that didn't show improvement. The problem is, is that they were th- the criteria that they were using to measure what improvement meant was down the color line and the down the poverty line. Right. All right. Copy that. All right. So with that, I need a drink. What are you drinking, fellas? This week's libation. I am drinking uh, Uncle Nearest again. Black lady. You were drinking. It's, it's Vaughn Weaver, you need to shout us out. Seriously. Well, you know, I start I started drinking this at the um when we were watching the debate. And then Saturday night I had some more and then I'll probably finish this. No, I won't finish this tonight. I'll go a little leftover. <laughs> One hour later. <laughs> You'll be having a conversation with Uncle Nearest. I told you you shouldn't drink the whole fucking bottle. What's wrong with you, boy? <laughs> Uncle Nearest knows the best. Lay down, Rick. Lay down. <laughs> Lay down right where you stand, boy. Take that is, pillow how, and make sleep. Look, yep, look how close that pillow is, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight I'm drinking black dirt. What? What? That's the name of the bottle. Black dirt. Black dirt bourbon. Oh How does God. that taste? Okay. It like tastes dirt. Delicious. You, you know, a lot of times you drink things and I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want to try that. That I want to try. And I have no idea why. Yeah, let me let me just read. So black dirt takes its name, takes its name from the dark fertile soil left by an ancient glacial lake that once covered thousands of acres of upstate New York. Perfectly suited for growing crops such as corn. The black dirt had never been used for bourbon production until Black Dirt Distillery was born. Let me tell you something. And I think the price point is about $40. This is delicious. Okay. <laughs> black Dirt, huh? I got to check black that out. Black Dirt. All right. Black Dirt. Black Dirt. That is I definitely a buy. What you drinking, Vin? I'm not drinking. You an AA? Why you not drinking? You didn't I'm tell us? I'm not drinking. 
Right. You realize we have a segment each week called This Week's Libation. <laughs> I'm just not drinking. I don't have any drinkers. What do you want to do? We, how long has it been since he had a drink? It's been quite a while, actually. It's been at least a month. Water. All right, listen. I yeah. found Jesus, okay? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I joined the church. You joined the church? I joined the church. <laughs> and me and Jesus on a first name basis, okay? <laughs> I call him JC. He calls me Vinny. So that's what's going down. All right. Wow. I found Jesus and I don't drink the devil's the devil's piss anymore. Okay. <laughs> that's the devil. All right. I will drink the red wine though. Because Jesus touched that. That was okay. All right, Jesus. Kirk Franklin. Um, so I'm drinking um Don Julio because I'm out of like real liquor. So that's nice. what I'm drinking right now. I had like a little quarter bottle of that, so we knocked all that out. That's done. I gotta go so shopping. You won't be belligerent tonight. <laughs> I may be belligerent just because you said that. Oh no, no, no belligerent, belligerent. gonna fight again. So what what did we learn today besides uh, Republicans name bills that are full of shit? That's what I learned today. Well, I already knew that. Well, they're both yeah. full of shit. All right. Nobody's yeah. looking out for us. We got to look out for us. And they don't uh, really care about us. No, they need us. They know they need us, but they don't care about us. Why do you think they need us? Because they can't win without us. Yeah, like they know that. They know that. I, I've, I've read or saw something interesting either today or earlier this week, which would have been yesterday, that if you put red ants and black ants in a bucket and then pour them out, shake them up and pour them out, that they're going to fight. However, prior the to black them being ants in the protest, no, pr- prior to them being in the bucket, they will live harmoniously with one another. But if you shake it up and pour it out, then they start fighting. Hmm, I believe and that. And that's that's essentially what is happening with the political system is that Republicans and Democrats are being shaken up and being stirred with emotion and then forced to pit each other, pit pit or pitted against one another in order to support a system that is actually taking advantage of both of them. In our lifetime, we have not seen politically motivated murders live on television before Mm. in our lifetime. But we've mm-hmm. seen we've seen several. One just yesterday. Oh, who got who got killed yesterday? In um, Colorado, um, oh, some yeah, Trump yeah, supporter yeah, yeah, got shot yeah. shot in the face. Um, and there was another there was another shooting. I want to say it's in Nevada. Trump supporter got shot in the face. Yeah. Do we have a video? There is a video. Um, I okay. think I did. Or I put it in, in the. I don't know if he was no. He didn't seem like a Nazi. He seemed like you know a MAGA though. He was a MAGA. He sprayed. Okay, so the the situation was, well, um, was it really that bad. The the guy the the shooter was a security guard um, uh-huh. who was protecting a a news organization that mm-hmm. was out there filming some rally. He sprayed. He hit the guy and sprayed him with mace and then got shot. So. But so I don't know the details. The MAGA dude sprayed the other dude with the gun and pro- and hit him and hit in him in the face. Oh, so and, he deserved to get shot then. He got arrested, so I don't know. 
Yeah. Well, he should have just he should have just listened to the security guard. None of this would have ever happened. Yeah. Um, but I, I I also I also we also saw that um people tried to run up in the state house and kidnap a sitting governor, which is also bananas in pajamas. Yo, I told my wife today, like this is the news. Like, this is this isn't, nuts. Yeah, this isn't Netflix. This is real yeah. life. I want to see the plan though. Did they really have a plan? Was it in crayon? Yeah. Oh, that's what I want to know. Was it? <laughs> well, based 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 on that sheriff's response, I believe there was a bigger plan. There may have been a bigger plan in in the works. Who knows? Crazy. What'd you learn today, man? I hope that the fucking COVID gets Trump. I really do. I want him to feel it. He has. He, what are you talking about? You hope he, he, I want, he I want him to. Feel, I want him to get like the you know. Poor people. You want him. Though. You want him intubated. That's what you want. You want. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Let him go through that bullshit. Yep. Yeah, and I think he should get better right before he has to leave the White House and fucking Letitia James shows up on his doorstep and slaps him with a subpoena. <laughs> you know what no, I was thinking? Put cups on. Slaps him with, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, they are going to have to fumigate the White House and clean it so thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, literally, it's going to have to be bleached. Everything is going to have to be that. thrown out. No, they're not. That's they the whole can't, point. He's still in there. He's still in yeah. there. Yeah. Like everything is going to have to be cleaned out there. I've never been to the White House and I won't go now until I have assurances mm-hmm. that it has been thoroughly cleaned and disinfected. Well, they wouldn't let you in anyway. No, they will. I'm a U.S. No. citizen. Anyway, I have rights. Matter. I have rights. <laughs> You're too black and too angry. They ain't going to let you in there. They, they didn't let you in the damn White House. I might be too but, black, but there is never also, too angry. Listen, everybody out here, please stay safe. Listen, we appreciate you guys listening to Coding 40. Please stay safe because we just saw that the first person, um, we should probably start the next show with that, the first person um, confirmed has gotten COVID twice. So everybody out here, please, please stay safe. We love you guys. God bless you. And we will see you next week. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. See you on Friday. Wear a fucking mask. Hey, every Friday and every Monday, join us for Decoding 40 After Dark on YouTube and Facebook. And Facebook. Peace. Peace. Later, y'all. Peace. Thanks. Decoding 40.